Right now, New York is my favorite place to be. You know, weed. New York is not a good place to be out I right now. I it loved is it. a nightmare. When I was out there just walking around smoking and shit and all them little back end shops, it felt like how LA felt when it mm-hmm. first happened. Mm, yeah, like, consumer damn. side, they're in heaven. Like the US open smelling like flower, like yeah. weed, that's amazing. But for on the business side, it's like what the beginning of California was like right. as well, too. For right. sure. Yeah. It's California packs like crazy out there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shout out UPS, FedEx. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's not UPS and FedEx. <laughs> it is not them. It is the USPS. They are the number one drug dealer. Yes. The United States Postal Office. Shout out to the post office. Yes, it is them. Taking postal, going postal a whole new, whole new way. <laughs> Thank you for being the best plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I'm Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and we have another wonderful episode today. We do. Before we get into the episode, man, I I, I just want to do an intro for who's coming on. All right. Right? Um, So in the West Coast, you know, there's generations of cats that, you know, especially since the death row days coming Mm -hmm. up till now. Mm -hmm. Man, there are standout artists, right? right? And then there's people that, you know, our legacy artists, the people that came before that time. Our guest today, he he's very unique. Yeah. Um, he he falls into the category where he's not a an old artist, mm-hmm. but he's, you know what I'm saying, he came up, he's not a young artist. Okay. And so he was able to kind of exist in both places at once. Right. And so he's been able to kind of carve his own path without the traditional route. Mm-hmm. Uh, respect his grind, respect his music. You've heard him all over the radio. You heard him everywhere. And also, he has entrepreneurial uh, aspirations. Okay. And we talk a lot. He comes to my studio and we talk about anything and all things hustle okay. and grind. And I'm glad because he's he listens and we and we just recently... I say over the last two, three years had this real type of relationship. Okay. Right. And I don't really talk to 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 a lot of people because I, I really <laughs> I don't like people a lot. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I but I, I do I, I like this guy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he's special. He's special. All and right. I'm glad he's on the show today. So we're gonna talk about problem, aka Jason Martin. He's coming on. And uh, it's going to be a great episode today. What? Yes. He's here? All right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 All right, lasagna ganja. One of my peoples is in the building. We got problem in here. Come on. Yeah, man. What's up, man? How are you? What's going on, brother? Good, good, good. Hey, Tam. Hello. Yo. <laughs> this is so cool. Yo, oh, man. It, for, for those who are listening, we uh, had a gigantic ass joint just a, a while ago. I mean, this thing was like, it looks like a, a, a goddamn fire extinguisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, it's working we, too. We, yeah, it's it's working. So um, <laughs> Shit. glad to have you on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Yo, man. So so there's a lot to talk about, right? So problem, you know. Tell us a little bit for those who are listening. Tell us your journey in the beginning of being an artist, 
uh, just kind of cliff note version because mm-hmm. there's a lot to, to to cover, a lot of ground to cover. So how did you get started, and what 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 was happening in your environment when you got started? Uh shit, man. I just I didn't want to be poor. Um, <laughs> that was one. Uh, I knew I couldn't work at a regular job. Just me having kids early. And I just didn't like listening to people. Yeah, how early was that? This is like 19. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So once I saw like what child support and stuff meant, it's like, Mm. hold the fuck up. I mean, (laughs) I got to figure this out. And then I just kind of just got forced into music accidentally. I started Mm. playing this game called Music Generator. Mm. I started making beats on it. And then somebody heard them. And then they just started bringing me around and music just started grabbing me. I ended up bumping into Terrace Martin out of nowhere. And Mm. then he took a liking to me, brought me to Corrupt. Mm. He took a liking to me. They brought me to Snoop. And then the rest just kind of started West Coasting. I mean, that's yeah. probably the quickest mm. version to it. I got thrown into uh, the Ego Tripping album where I got to meet all of you guys at one time. Mm. And I remember you coming around, man. I, I, yeah. I, one thing I remember about Problem is that his outfits was always on point. <laughs> <laughs> his shit was matching from the top of the hat all the way to the shoes. I mean, his shit was color coordinated oh, like a motherfucker. Yo, okay. I'm telling you. Like, come on now. Yo, Dre, yo, that was what, that's one thing I remember about every time I see it. I was like, man, I mean, you know, he, he sure is a snazzy dresser. I'm from the school of easy, quick. You know what I'm saying? So they always was on some like fly guy comp and shit. Yeah. So I was like, let me bring that element. You know, everybody got their niche and things that they want to do. My thing was always like, Mm. Now let's stay neat, let's stay fresh. Mm. That's crazy you picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> now, now, now the, uh, how important is being from Compton? What does that mean as a as a as an artist and the ones that have come out before and the ones that were come kind of around your, your time mm-hmm. coming out? There's not a lot of people that came out from there that hit the type of success that that you have in mm-hmm. WA, Dre. You know, like there's a certain uh, I say like a fraternity of artists that come right. out of Compton. How important is that to you? It's the it's the most important. Like this is basically considered like the Motown of, of West Coast rap. This mm-hmm. is the 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 Bronx of this whole situation, man. It started in Compton with Easy and Dre and just Suge and everything that kind of came out of there. Um, for for some, I think it's like a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. that means now you're going against the monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, meaning like that Hall of Fame and that thing that's in there is a serious thing. With certain expectations. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for me, it, it, it's it's like it's like gold. When we travel around the world and people hear you from Compton, they look at you like you some type of alien. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, how did you? How are you here? And how did yes. you make it through that? How thing? did you survive? How did you not die? <laughs> so, <laughs> so man, for me, I wore like a badge of honor. Like some people like to hide it that they're from there. I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah. but I had the beauty of getting embraced by my predecessors. You know mm. what I'm saying? Quick grabbing me and like saying like, nah. He with me, you know what I'm mm. saying? The Dre love, I always get that, dots. Everybody that kind of came out was like, yeah, we rocking with you too. I think it's nothing like, it's nothing better. Mm. It's nothing better, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. When you got into starting to work around, you know, the Ego Trip album and mm-hmm. meeting, meeting all of us and we were on at a certain places in our career, what was that like for you? Because in California, if you don't know, the subculture in California, especially with the artists, is deeply rooted in gang culture. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in that gang culture, it is definitely a pecking order and everybody don't necessarily get along, right? Which is kind of, it's, it's counterproductive to be an artist in that kind of environment, but for some reason, the ecosystem works here, right? You just know where you can and can't go. 
So that being said, you as an artist evolved into your own thing. Because mm-hmm. out here, if you if you you knock on the door so long and you don't get in, then you have to take the the road of okay, I gotta take the long way, so I'm gonna build my own thing. Right. Which is, you know, entrance diamond lane. Yes. yes. Okay. So what what was the philosophy and the execution on bringing Diamond Lane to life? Uh, and bunch, who was involved? Too? Uh, you got Bird, you got Bad Luck, you got K-Active Early Miller, shout out to him, uh, Lou Dog. There's a lot of us that were just off from that east side and and just said, fuck it, we're going to try to do this. We're mm-hmm. going to put our brain, our mind, and our talent together and just storm straight ahead. Um, we were a crew far before we became a label. Mm. Um, so it made it to that when I walked in rooms, we didn't have to talk to anybody. I was already with 30 people. Mm. And it was just us against whoever wanted that type of funk, not even on no violence, just mm. on like music and, right. and present. Um, I think it was very important for me to join up with a crew of guys that all believed in one thing. It made it where I didn't have to attach myself to gang brands, mm. so to speak. Like I didn't gang bang, I just, end up growing up with a lot of the guys that everybody's scared of. I don't know how that happened. I just, you know what I'm saying? That's just how it went. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I've always been a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, I can, I don't have a problem telling people no. And and I, but I can do it respectfully. And mm-hmm. I think most G's in this area from this side respect that. That like, is very important. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't make promises. I that too. I don't make promises because you triple OG, OG, nine, I, hey man, listen, mm-hmm. that sounds crazy. I can't do that. And I'm going to tell you that day. And they don't do nothing but respect it. But if I can do it, I do. I learned that quick in this course. I've watched people get pressed for, for doing uh, uh, breaking promises. Mm. They'll say they can fuck with something. They'll say they're going to do something. And then they'll don't, you know what I'm saying? When they call for that favor, niggas don't want to ask. Yeah, that's, see, I, I, you reminded me of something. I, and, I, and I don't know if this happens to you or whatever, but I hate when people like, and I don't know, come up to me and be like, yo, yeah, talk to me about some, whatever they want. And mm-hmm. now, how do I get in touch with you? Can I get your number? No, nigga. No, I can't do it. What the no, fuck? no, don't. Hey, man. No, hey man, I'm not giving you my number right now. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I give you an email. Be like, oh man, I can't get to see that's that shit though. Right. You right. know, like that's me, that I shit. just, I, it, it's a, it's a case by case scenario. If I can kind of pick the vibe of who I want to hand my information to. Mm. Some guys I'll say, they'll say, give me your contact and I may put the Instagram. If it's some guys I think I do want to talk to, they'll get my number or they'll get the email or mm. whatever. But still, if you call yeah. and I don't want to answer, I'm not. I got yeah. kids and shit that yeah. I got to really fuck with. <laughs> Everybody else is really optional. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I, But I can say that when I see you again, a nigga like, man, why you didn't answer my call? Hey, nigga, but I'm talking to my kid. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I think being straightforward from the West Coast is what kept me to where I didn't get pulled in many mm. directions where I would have to like defend my manhood. Yeah. What was the the ultimate high and the ultimate low from Diamond Lane? Like what, what, where is it Diamond Lane now? Diamond Lane is still moving and pushing, man. We got Airplane James right now. I would say the ultimate high for sure would be when Like What hit, the Like What moment was crazy. Um, that's when we had our own record that was right after Function. So we had our own song that was ours, like that we can say we didn't put no big name features on it. It was me and Bad Luck, me and my partners and the crew of producers that was with us at the time, League of Stars, shout out to them. And Pun, we all was together and it was like, whoa, we got something. Mm. So then that was like, you know, the Shook Soda can, it popped everywhere. Now mm. it was, let's go crazy. I would say the lows will probably be, we got it too fast. Mm. We were in existence a year and then by the next year, I was probably like 
top three over from California, which is hard as fuck to do. Mm. Um, so when it comes that fast for a group of guys that are pretty much not, I'm, I'm not going to say we went, we were winging it, mm-hmm. but we got it to a ceiling and it was time to maybe hand it over to this or mm. do this or do that. Um, that maybe was probably the low. Mm. Um, but looking back now, I mean, we still on our masters. Um, everybody's still alive. Mm. Mm. That part, mm-hmm. that's probably the best part. Mm. And everybody still talks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't even say that's a low. Maybe that wasn't just for us. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But as far as the crew, that's forever, man. We still, I just got the diamond line check yesterday, man. It's yeah. just, we're still here. It's not bad. Come on. It's not, it's not cool. Independence and not working yeah. out. The gift that keeps on giving. Come on, man. Mm. <laughs> so, so music has always been a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. And like me, you diversify. I've mm-hmm. diversified like 17 different times. Yeah. You know, because I, I just always like to step out and challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want to do things that people don't think I can do. Right. And so that's one of the driving forces for the reason I create. It's not limited to music. It's mm-hmm. not limited to entertainment. So I pride myself on being able to build businesses, put people together. And I like creating in that aspect as well, which is, the same thing you've done as mm-hmm. well. We've had many extensive conversations about cannabis, the place in cannabis. You've had some great, you know, movement in cannabis. So tell us about Coffee and Kush. Mm-hmm. Coffee and Kush, man. Uh, it's a brand that started through the pandemic. I was drinking coffee and smoking weed every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I decided yeah. to try to monetize it. <laughs> and, um, and, and just through the ups and downs of it, still just figuring it out. The fact that it still has a name mm-hmm. is the win for me. Um, I have to understand that this is not music. Right. Like music, I can make that happen fast. Well, what exactly and is Coffee and coffee Kush? Coffee and Kush is more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. brand than it is Coffee and Kush. It's the balance it creates together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed as somebody who's had this turned up fucking life, I still needed that little zap in the morning to feel like I was a little bad a little bit. So I still need to smoke my <laughs> weed, but the coffee would kind of keep me at this thing where I was zeroed in and focused. Mm-hmm on being able to create music still, uh, write films, or go fail at something else and try again. I just was so zeroed in when I put these two together. So it was like, well, fuck it, let's try to build a brand about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I called you, called her, called a lot of people that I just knew were power in that, powerful in the space, and just took my shot at a few things. Some mm-hmm. things worked, some things didn't, but the fact that the brand is still here, right? And I knew that I gave myself a five to seven year window to really monetize on it. Mm. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, so you know? it was. It, it's a mug that has a um, that has a, a actual a pipe, weed pipe, a weed we pipe mm-hmm. connected to it on the handle. Mm-hmm. It also had flour. I saw it in Wonder Bread stores, a, 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 a yeah. couple of different places. And then there was also a food truck idea that you yeah, had. Yeah, we had the coffee and Kush truck where you can actually grab your cannabis and your coffee from the same truck. We were out for about 40 days and then they changed the law mm. on me real quick. They, it, it, you used to could put the delivery license on the lease truck. You have to own the trucks now mm. for that to happen. So. They watched me basically show them how to do it. So yeah, they're probably going to pop up. <laughs> just hate now. Just hate but I will yeah. say successfully, we had no crime. We had we we were in the green that last three weeks of it every week. So we were really dialing that thing in. So stay tuned. Um, mm. you you may see more more things coming from that. 
and Compton Coffee was created just, yes. just due to the fact that the banking was so fucking tough mm-hmm. with it being called Coffee and Kush. Mm-hmm. And then when we wanted to do a Coffee and Kush coffee, people would think it was weed in it. Mm-hmm. So it made us have to really think. And then Compton Coffee is born and then Coffee Talk is, is gone. And now mm-hmm. we're about to do a Coffee and Kush album. So the brand is just going to expand out until we can do what we really want to do in cannabis. Oh, yeah. man. Compton Coffee. That's 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 ingenious right there. Yeah, man. Come on, yeah, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You stayed on me long enough. Like, man, go fucking do the coffee, man. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I got to find it. That's shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we finally, we finally outside with it. So, so even though they, it started with coffee and kush, it morphed into a straight coffee brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Powered by coffee and kush, you'll see on the bags. But yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So too much red tape to kind of try to do both. Dude, try to start both. It seemed like every time the fucking bank get the cha-ching in, I get a... Yeah. Like, hold on, wait, wait, what's going on? Well, we see that this this could be coming from cannabis. I'm like, dude, yeah. we changed the name to Coffee and K. They're like, yeah. uh, well, yeah, we know what the K was. Yeah, we know it's who like, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip to anybody out there watching when you form an LLC, keep the name cannabis, kush, weed, marijuana, that no. anything that alludes to cannabis out of your LLC name. My LLC does not have cannabis anymore. I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I do operate as the Cannabis Cutie and everybody knows that that is my brand. It's just an umbrella underneath my LLC. Yeah, so, that shit was a yeah. lot. It, we, we went through that a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We did the CBD coffee first. We can never we can never keep a bank going. Um, the cannabis stuff, same situation. They have credit unions now yeah. that yeah. make it a little easier to do banking. Well, now, yeah, I, right. I, I removed myself from the cannabis side of it for the last year and a half just mm. because I want to make sure whoever I partner with this time to handle it is equipped and ready to handle it the way I want it to be handled. So you don't want to touch the plant whatsoever. You just, there's other, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I, I want someone to touch the plant for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I more want to be the one to make sure it's the right plant going in the bag. I want to mm. make sure it's the right type of flower that blends with the coffee. Correct. Because it's going to it's gonna take a real heavy, heavy cushion. I know that's probably not what's in style and all that, but this is to smoke with the coffee. I'm not mm. trying to have the best or most popular weed out. I need this to go with the people that drink coffee. So right. I have to be very particular that I, I was dealing with people that wanted me different type of strands because this was hotter, this was hotter, that was hotter, that mm-hmm. was hot. That's not what this is though. Right, right. You, you know have pairings. You have things that complement your favorite smoke. Yeah, that, and that's so, so I want to be very, very, very picky about who I dive into that next with, so. Okay, Well, cool. did you guys hear the news about the banking situation for the cannabis industry? Mm-mm. Okay, so the uh, Senate Banking Committee passed the Safer Bank Act, which this has happened seven times before in the past. Mm-hmm. But right now, the Senate will go and vote on it. And if mm-hmm. it passes in the Senate, it'll go to the House. The House, it could be dead on arrival because it's Republican majority and they typically don't vote these types of things in. But if it does pass, then the next step is it goes to the president's desk to be signed into law. Um, so there is a possibility that by the end of the year, we could see uh, cannabis banking legalized. But I don't know if you've been paying attention. Our House and Senate are kind of at war. It's yeah, like the, they're the blood and, and the blood. over there. Yeah, <laughs> straight uh, gang war is happening. There. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I, I, so. You know what I need to happen? They need to hurry and pass that consumption lo- consumption um, lounge law out yeah, here. Yeah. I need that yeah. to happen ASAP for well, real coffee. The laws, it, they change like every 90 days, so just uh, pay attention. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right now, New York is my favorite place to be. You know, New York is not a good place to be out. 
I, right now, I it is a it. nightmare. When I was out there just walking around smoking and shit and all them little back end shops, it felt like how LA felt when it mm-hmm. first happened. Mm, yeah like, consumer damn. side they're in heaven like the u.s open smelling like flour like yeah. weed that's amazing but for on the business side it's like what the beginning of california was like right. as well too right. shit, though. yeah it's california packs like crazy out there though yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah Shout out UPS, FedEx. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not UPS and FedEx. <laughs> it is not them. It is the USPS. They are the number one drug yeah. dealer. Wonderful young Shout ladies yes. that take long drives the United on behalf States postal of the culture. Office. Shout out to the post office. Yes, it is them. Taking postal, going postal a whole new, whole new way. <laughs> Thank you for being the best plug. <laughs> yeah. Shall uh-huh. we smoke? Get your stamps and your whams. <laughs> wait, All wait, right. you guys can smoke on this show? Well, I mean, we could take a smoke break. Yeah, why not? Let's All do right. that. It's the Lasagna Ganja Podcast, Mr. X to the Z exhibit. And Tammy, a.k.a. the Cannabis Cutie. And we got Problem, a.k.a. Jason Jason Martin. 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 Jason Martin, <laughs> FKA problem. Yeah, okay, so look. <laughs> ah! Formerly known as. So yeah. tell us about that. Yeah. Wait, tell us, first of all, let's let's back it up a little bit. Come on. So let's get it. How did you get the name problem? And as now, fast forward, you, you change it to your government name. Yeah. So talk, walk us through that. What happened there? The name problem came from Hoopman. Hmm. My 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 boy Ronze, shout out to him. Uh, saw me, used to see me at the court. I was a little dude. I was doing my thing. He's like, "You giving niggas problems? We are gonna start calling you problems." So that's where my name came from. Hmm. And then when I started rapping, I'm like, "Oh, I can have like a tough street nigga name. It's gonna be hard. I'm gonna roll with this." Hmm. So the name just kind of came from that. As far as the fast forward now, why we go to Jason Martin? Um, age, time. Uh, I I've just gotten more. What's uh, the word I want to look mature? For? Not more mature. Uh, refined. Not even refined. What's the word I'm looking for? I more intentional mm. about when my name is being brought up, and I don't, and I don't, and I don't want you to hear problem, and then now you have to learn me backwards instead of forward. Mm. That's one. And then my daughters, like I don't, they're they're older now, and. The name is really different. You get yeah. what I'm saying? That's a real thing. And then yeah, for it's my, my dad problem. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but then it's like for my family. Like I love my name. I love my mm. father. I love my grandfather. The name is a name that should be said loud and loudly everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then we go business. It's just time to get a new bank, a new a new checkbook, yeah. and mm-hmm. just start a new brand. And that way, hopefully, once I get a few hits under Jason Martin, I can do a versus against myself and then it's up. Yeah, yeah. But both of them go to the same account, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Yeah, I, had, I had that conversation with uh, a friend of mine uh, because words have power. Yes. And so, long story short, Jail Felony came to me and asked me to work on some music with him. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation. He was like, uh, you know, this is happening, this is happening, you know, having this issue, having that issue. And then as I'm listening to him, there's a common thread through all of these stories. And I and it always had to do with some jail shit. Mm. Right. And I was like, bro, your name is J.O. Felony. <laughs> like every I was like, what's your real name? He's like James Savage. I was like, that's a fire name. What? That is a really good name. It's a fire name. James Savage, that is on your birth certificate? It's fire name. Yeah. So we did a whole project based on, you know, his government name called James Savage. If you have a chance, 
go take a listen to that. Um, but it is the artist formerly known as J.O. Felony. And I think it worked for him. I think he, but again, he, he, you in my opinion, it. you got to build it. Yeah. In my opinion, he was scared to all that work he had put in under J.O. Felony. I'm pretty sure it was scary for him. Nigga, to, this shit wanna, hard now. To want to go name. reintroduce himself as his real name. I ain't gonna hold you. That's been the hardest thing, especially mm -hmm. now with music because of the DSPs. That's basically, I have a credit score under problem that generates this amount of money monthly, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go and say, well, now I want to be called Jason and then think you're going to bring that credit score over here. Mm. The hardest thing has been getting the DSPs to know that I'm to the same up. person sync to yeah. sync up here because you don't want to drop a record. Like, I just dropped the song, and it's like, okay, well, this account has 50,000 listeners a month, but this one has a half a million. I'm not going to just let that fucking sit over there. Mm. So I got to figure out ways to kind of, it's been, a, it's been tough. But the thing is, you got to always remember, which I, I wish I would have been able to tell James then, now that I know, bro, it was tough before when you were jail felon. I didn't nobody was fucking with you for the twenty some years before you got popping. Mm. It's always gonna be tough when yeah. you rebrand. That's mm -hmm. the point. You got to go in there, kind of knowing that. Mm. But you have to. But you got to take all the tools and the L's and the W's that you have from that last go, and then you just speed up your process. For me, it's taking a year mm. to get my shit to where it's like, okay, you niggas know what's going on. Okay, why is your name Jason Martin now? Yeah. Uh, I got two first names. I was never meant to be last. <laughs> never meant. So it's like that type of shit. You'll start figuring out the same fly nuances you need to be an entertainer under your new alias. Mm. But it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Niggas yeah. still like, prob, what's up? So I tell niggas, yeah, I'm problem. Call me that. Yeah. This is a business decision. That's definitely how yeah. I greeted you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's my name. Jason. So, so speaking of rebranding, um, do you have new music coming? Yeah, I got a new album coming. Okay. Yeah, a Compton story. The nice, album. nice. Yes, yes. And that's and that's coming with. How are you dropping that? What's the plan? Because it's a different climate now. Mm -hmm. in oh music. yeah. So oh what's yeah. The plan? So I mean, right now the film A Compton Story is on Tubi. Y'all can go check that out. Mm. Um, with the success of what's going on with that, it made me say I have to deliver a body some music with this. So I had a ton of music that I just been sitting on. Like, bro, I have to do something crazy with it. So figuring out what I'm going to do with this 30 songs, it's like, okay, we can drop a double CD DVD that'll be coming out a week before it hits streamers. You can purchase. You have that aspect. And then we'll drop the first amount of songs on this date, and then you'll see that there's more, and then you'll get a chance to say, oh, shit, what the fuck? Why can't I click on that Exhibit 2 short joint? Mm. Why can't I click on this schoolboy joint? Why can't I? And we'll create a FOMO and bring that thing where you checking back daily to see if they're updated. If they're up. But okay. you're going to get them first 15 for sure on right. October 27th. Dope. So, so back us up a little bit. The album is called The Compton Story? Yes. And there's a film connected to it. Story. What's the film about? The film is just one wild day of me. Like, my days are so random. I talk and deal with so many different people throughout the day. So the first half of it is me waking up with this idea that I want to go buy a Lamborghini. And then this is the shit that happens on the way. I end up witnessing a a shootout and then I end up bumping into a couple of my friends and then Snoop and then I may see Renee Vaca and then it's just like a wild day. I want to keep it very light because you hear a Compton story and you think we've been out of this shoot 'em up gangbang movie. Mm. I did not want to do that. But then as the movie progresses, the person that I see have the shootout 
we end up starting to follow him. Mm. And then we get with him where he's trying to find me, but what the reason is for is what you'll see at the end. Mm. So just kind of turning my day into like this mystery thing where hopefully I can spawn off to all of those characters and they have their own. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the real mission. But it really just started off on some other shit. Like, bro, I wanted to do something besides make a song. Right. And like you said, the word creator, I call myself a creator now more than anything. It's like, I just wanted to create something and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Mm. But we made a dope, dope piece of work. You, mm-hmm. know, you know what I'm saying? That's going on right now. But to get to the music, that's my heart. That's my soul. And we was able to stuff some dope jams in the movie. I'm like, fuck that. We finna run it. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's do it where we can market both spots. So you'll hear Compton Story, you'll either see the movie or you'll see the album. Mm. And you're in the movie too, right? Yes. Come yeah, on. I thought I saw you yes. in the trailer. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the final edit, but I saw pieces of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go watch it on Tubi. Guess what? He's on, he's on the album too. It's going down, man. It's going down. I'm so excited about this project. Yeah, though. Yeah. I was able to really put some interesting combinations of people together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And utilize the thing you talked about, being able to grab from the youth, the kings and queens of this shit, and just kind of put them in one spot for a second. Well, yeah. Uh. What do you think of ageism in hip hop? People say hip hop is a young man's sport. How do you feel about that? And that's why I don't listen to people. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> you, <laughs> we just celebrating the 50th year of right. hip hop, right? We might be the youngest genre of successful music mm-hmm. ever. And so you can't say what it is until you've seen it for 100 to 200 years. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're telling hip hop what it is right this moment. Mm-hmm. We're writing the rules right in your face. You got to think, what am I? I'm only, I'm second generation West Coast. The mm-hmm. third is now getting established, which means you guys were first. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, what the fuck? How y'all? So before them, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. So how can you tell that That's what it is? when you think about it like that. It, yeah. it, it makes no sense. We're okay. so early. We're babies mm-hmm. in hip hop. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I think at the time, you guys were all a certain age. So that age group was listening. But now mm-hmm. that age group grew up and still wants to hear fucking hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you got, we need to see what's going on. Like, look at, look at, the fucking Temptations, they fucking tour until they passed away. Mm-hmm. They don't say that. You too, you too just did a show at the mm-hmm. Las Vegas yep. Pier. Yep, I'm sorry. And uh, not not too long ago. And and nobody tells them when to stop. I think I just think there's something weird about, and there's always a reason behind when things are shoved in our face. Right. There's always a purpose. There's always a reason. You know, there's more than six seats in hip hop. Right. Like we we all don't have to fight over these. Whoever put these six seats yeah. down, wow. we don't. Have, there's more than six, right? So there's plenty and plenty and plenty of room for people to grow into legacy artists. Everybody right. feels like they can be in and out. You know, I right. think they're trying to they're trying to ruin the staying power of hip hop. I think they've definitely made a mockery of the sport for sure. Yeah. They've devalued it in a way that's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Like, yeah. because I think we we start we were starting to charge too much. So anytime something gets too expensive for people to pay they for, it, it down. they gotta try to water it down and yeah. make it. Well, oh, that's just that, and mm-hmm. that's just that. Man, hip hop still sells everything. Yeah, everything. Um, see children's shows. They sell it, laundry detergent it with it. They, you name it. it it's, it's, everything. If somebody trying to, there's a grandma rapping. There's an old guy rapping. For what? me to see Snoop selling Coronas, knowing he doesn't drink, shows tells me everything <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, yeah, that just tells you everything. And he just said it. I don't drink that shit. 
<laughs> he knows. He just said it wait, the other wait, day. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't fuck up Snoop's <laughs> mind. No, he just said this the other day yeah, on Twitter. Not in public. Okay, okay. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you know he'll say it. Yeah. And I'm still going to hold it. He's going to just get into his vibe. But the thing is, it just shows that he's selling his presence. Like, mm. I fuck with this brand for what we doing. Come yeah. rock with it. Mm. I, it ain't no ageism, man. Stay here. Get, keep going. Just don't yeah. be weak. This yeah, should yeah. be some weak <laughs> Well, even when you look at the influence of hip hop on cannabis, like you want to get people out to the polls to vote about it, get somebody to rap about it, like make mm-hmm. it cool. Snoop made it cool. Snoop made it less dangerous. He made it less uh, of a taboo. Right. It's like, look how silly and goofy is and how much of a light he is. Like, this isn't making you evil. Mm. Um, and just the overall, like, Cypress Hill and their influence on talking about cannabis in a different way. So when you do talk about the influence, it's there. But I guess I'm just so confused why there is such a always an old school versus new school thing happening in hip hop. It's I feel like it's always been a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that happens in life, like in relationships. You know, in all communities, they pit us against oh, each totally, other. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah I mean, sure. they, they they teach us this competitive sports type thing. Yeah. Where it's like, well, look, you see what he doing, man. He could, he getting more than you. What, mm-hmm. what you gonna do? And instead of like, and then you get the artists like me, that's like, man, shit, that's dope. Instead of being inspired, they make it. They make it a a competition. I mean, yeah, we see that in cannabis too. I mean, one of the best ways to take out your competition in the cannabis industry is to get their page shut down. Yeah. What type of fucking weirdo shit is that? Right, and it's like what type of shit? It's just petty. It's petty, but also, but also, the cannabis industry. We've got to remember we have one common enemy, and that needs to be the focus: taking out each other, competition, always like going at each other. Like it is. It's almost like, you know, the Bloods and the Crips and cannabis, too. Like, if you mm. mess with these people, you can't talk to these people. If you if you cool with them, Bro, like, it, it is, you know, that's there's not politics. Though. Getting somebody's fucking page, like, that's, it's, no, it's that's just, snitch behavior, it's, bro. It's just I, a pain in the ass. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking calling the authorities uh, to get my well, fucking it's not, it's not the law. It's it's the it Instagram, the because Instagram you said the minute You said the minute they take it down, you, you're fucked. Yeah, it's not a lot of places that you can um, promote freely to the cannabis mm-hmm. community and when you get your page shut down then it, it just puts a monkey wrench in things you can still get it done a lot of elbow a lot of elbow grease a lot of yeah. showing up a lot of a lot of boots on the ground but it's so much easier when you are dealing with and abiding by abiding by the rules and the guidelines but being able to have a direct line to your audience is automatically a great plus in the plus column. Whoever yeah. fucking did that is cap. Like, yeah. Whoever's who's ever done that like that and I thought this was like uh, you know what I mean? I come yeah, from somebody... weed doing a different thing, bro. <laughs> like I don't like that fucking weirdo shit where you like the it's always against the system, bro. Yeah. Y'all shouldn't be fighting each other, man. Niggas trying to get high and make some money. I wish it was that simple. No. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, somebody in 2021 did not like me. I got taken out eight, nine times yeah. 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 Eventually they just get tired at, or die. One of the two. We don't Damn. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or die. Yeah, I'm get locked up or life sucks for it's them. It's true. It's true. But um, but let's talk about uh something more positive. Uh uh the, you know, you have a podcast as well, right? 
Oh, I have, it's not a podcast. It's a fucking show. It's a fucking <laughs> show. Okay? It's right. a show. <laughs> but, but it's do not you pornography. have microphones like a podcast would? Anytime you see me, a mic, and a camera, it's a show. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, thank you. No, it's not, I have a show. It's called, it's called Coffee Talk. It's with my brothers Marvin, Brandon. Shout out to Lior, uh, Co-Create Studios. We having fun. We okay. having fun. We're about... We're about 26 episodes oh, wow. nice. in the can. We really dialed it in. It's dope to do it with my dogs, man. Yeah. yeah it's dope to do it with my dogs. Like, I'm, I've never seen them on camera before. So <laughs> right. to watch them grow from like episode three to now, yeah. how you know they be coming in late and shit. And yeah. Looking at that car, you're like, oh, this is fire. I yeah. fucked with it. I fucked with it. <laughs> Why did you want to do a podcast? What is Coffee Talk about? Okay, I didn't want to do this at all. Mm. Like they've been trying to get me to do this for like three years. Mm. Um, I would do my coffee and Kush mornings on live mm -hmm. during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and you know people would see me on there talking shit to my joiners. Done. Mm -hmm. My boy Marv was like, "We have to put this in on a show. We got to do this on a show." I'm like, "This is the only way we're doing it. I just can show up, the weed there, the coffee there, and I leave. Mm -hmm. I, my mind, I can't even, I can't even create it the way I would want to." So it has to be fully ready mm -hmm. for me to rock. And it was, then one day I got a call. We got a spot. Can you do 730 in the morning? For sure. Do we eat their coffee? And then I started and I fell in love with the shit. It's like my favorite shit to do. We shoot twice a week. I swear my days are better after we shoot because mm -hmm. I get to just talk with, with like-minded guys that are very different from me for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I, I don't, what it's about. It's really as simple as that. We 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 go and tell the weed and the coffee is done. Yeah, just current events. It's, just it's, it's, and it's anything and everything. Any and everything. Like right. nothing's off limits. We that's the I think the beauty of our show is that we touch on we we make we make uncomfortable conversations comfortable. Mm, like give me an example. Meaning like we we brought up like one of the producers threw up on the board the the parent that came in and snatched the gay pride flag off of the map in the history class. Mm. So we played the t and we just all kind of spoke about it. And and we're gonna speak and we we got it's a diverse room. So I got my Jewish partner right there, I got my other partner right there, my white boy partner right there, college guy right here, earthy guy here, the rappers. So we touch it all mm. in that situation and it's very, very uncut. Mm. Um, but we always end with saying these are our opinions and they'll always be ours, even if y'all don't like them. Right. So fucking dial in and make y'all talk about it. But y'all yeah. watching this one. <laughs> and if I think something's not right, I, I should have the platform to be able to say. Right. And it sparks conversation. Oh, it does. It does. But it's shit that I know we all talk about that just some people are a little nervous about talking about. Yeah. The things that go unsaid. Right. Huh. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think every show we hear the term, this is a genderless world, right? This is equal rights. Well, we had this one segment where we took somebody's voice and we AI'd it and made it a guy and then played it. And then we asked the room, is this fucked up? Do y'all think this is fucked up? Oh, man. Da, da, da. Then we we showed that it was a girl. And then it was like, oh, this is a different conversation. If a woman says it, then if mm. a guy. And I, the interesting things like that we've been playing with, I, that that's going to probably set us apart. Mm. 
in in our in our journey. I'm super excited about it. Well, dog. good man. Can't wait to get down there yeah, and check it y'all out. Gotta come by. Come yeah, fuck absolutely. With it. Yeah, it's called called Coffee, Coffee Talk. Talk. Coffee Talk. Uh, where can they listen? Where can they find it? On YouTube right now. I think we just started a Patreon uh, page. Somebody just told me again. It so feels so good that they are doing it though. Mm. <laughs> As somebody who's like a, have to be an octopus pretty much most of the time, it just feels good to have something super dope yes. that I can just hop in and just be myself in. So mm, shout out to those dudes. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Shout it. out to those dudes. Yeah, man. So uh, we we talked about the music. We talked mm -hmm. about the podcast. What's going on with you personally? What, how, how are you doing? I'm, you know what? I'm actually cool. Yeah. I'm actually cool. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, my oldest, she graduated college. How many okay. kids you got? Six. <laughs> Come on. Why did you say it like yeah, that? Yeah, six beautiful ones. Six kids. Oh, yeah, one boy, five queens. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, I can, yeah, I can tell you about it, man. Hey, listen, I got them all with your ways too. Said in six work. and fuck at the same time. Oh That's yeah. Like so, <laughs> so look, but the, you know what's crazy? I like to tell people I had five of my children pre-fame. So okay. damn. Yeah, I don't wow. know what was wrong with them ladies. I guess I was. Like, Y'all crazy. <laughs> I'd have never <laughs> fucked with me. I didn't have. <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm saying, but Mary, I, I like to I like to joke with them. Y'all saw it earlier. I'm about to yeah, Bitcoin, but problems pull out game is trash. Pull out, no. I'm driving in. Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah. oh the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have much else to offer. Oh, no, 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 no. No, man, shout out to those wonderful people, man. We made some beautiful people, but yeah, yeah my situation was... You dropping off packages. Well, no, <laughs> listen, lust, lust and love sometimes get confused. I get that, I get yeah. that. Six you know? kids, yeah. the oldest in college. Oh, no, she's graduated. Now my 20-year-old, she's third year. She had Grambling, mm -hmm. and she just got a fucking apartment. So that means I got an apartment because mm -hmm. I'm paying for the <laughs> shit. <laughs> that fucked them kids. I yeah. love them to death. But then, mm -hmm. you know, my babies, my, you know what I mean? They go all the way down to eight. So nice. it's going up. Okay, good, man. But fuck them. Let's talk about my personal <laughs> shit. I'm, living, I'm all right, man. I'm like, I'm like that my friends are like doing things they've been talking about doing. That's dope to see. It's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, I feel like my circle is really like coming into its own. Mm. And with us, I mean, us included, with us creating this circle where we don't really have to talk to nobody else is really gonna be cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of my friends are starting to see the value in themselves, what they bring to the table and figuring out a way to deliver that message without being arrogant. Like everybody's kind of learning how the real success comes as a crew. Mm -hmm. And in that, it makes my life way easier. So I can say that's what's been going on with me personally. Yeah, I, I could say, you know, there, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of heavy shit going on in the early 90s into the 2000s mm -hmm. that affected a lot of people in, inside and outside the industry, especially on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. But now in the, today's generation, they don't, they're not dealing with a lot of those issues that we had to deal mm -hmm. with at that time. And I see them, you know, having a different set of issues. I think now the biggest issue and the biggest obstacle that they have is being accepted for being original. Mm -hmm. They have a different type of fear that, you know, didn't exist with us. Like we yeah. had no problem sounding different, being different, wanting to be standing out. Now it's, it's like they, they want to fit in this box because they feel like the box is the only way to be successful. Right. Well, I could speak to that generation and just tell them, just be your, just be unapologetically you it is going to strive for longevity 
you know? Yeah. And and I think that's a better that's a better place to sit in the history books than mm-hmm. than being super big, super fast, and then nobody remembers you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think that's what would have happened to me, honestly. If I would have really got that real major situation too fast. Mm. especially just the path I was on with mm. the drugs and just like the lack of awareness. It could have got crazy. It could have spiraled out of control and I'm not sitting here able to even create a Jason Martin situation. Yeah. So you're, you're definitely right. I think people come into this shit to hit a lick mm. and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. There's nobody here because they love to create. Mm-hmm. It started looking like the place where you get your money fast. Yeah. And um, I started and, hearing that too. Like, not to cut you off, but I, I hate when fucking rappers come up to me talk about, yeah, man, I only been rapping six months. <laughs> like, nigga, that is not, yeah. I don't want to fucking hear that. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, come on, man. It, it's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to take forever, but you got, it takes at least 10,000 hours to fucking be good at something. Yeah. Good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, really give me, give me some effort. Mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I, I've heard good is subjective. I've heard, uh, well, this is just how we do things. You know, the classic cliche young mm-hmm. nigga shit you're going to hear. But at the end of the day, the proof is in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody from this side putting up no numbers that's not already put up numbers before. Mm-hmm. Like, we can keep talking about the Kendricks, the Tylers, the the Yaws, the this and that. And, but where's this next thing that's going to come here and really mm-hmm. shake shit up? Not drop a song, not have a hot moment, not have a beef. Career. Like, who's the next person that can get get lifted into this thing we call West Coast hip hop history? Mm-hmm. I've been, I'm searching. Yeah. Because we need it. We need, we need it. We need an extension cord on the game. Right now, honestly, we're in last place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are. Yeah. Over here, we are. I've, I've, I'm in New York, the West Coast. The West Coast. We mm. are in last place when it comes to the spectrum of the importance of hip hop. Mm. As far as right now, we don't move the culture anymore. Mm. We used to when we did something, everybody else did it. Mm-hmm. Hence the gang banging all over the world. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Hence weed. Hence mm-hmm. all these things that you just that was just over here. Now they can do it everywhere. So it's like now we're borrowing from them, but we we don't borrow it right. I understand what trap music is. I understand what trap beats and different producers popping up, but um, we have a certain pride out here where we don't have to sound like nobody else. Like if you build it, the West Coast gonna support you. Like right. this is this is not this is the arguably outside of Germany the biggest you know music market, cannabis market on the planet is California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we have an opportunity to really like put a stamp on things. But, you know, I think one of the things is what goes back to what I was saying before is, you know, the people wanting to be wanting to 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 fit in and attention being the new drug is is harmful to them. Yeah. It stunts their growth. I I want to hear the next public enemy, not not regurgitated material from them, but dealing with today's issues and problems. And I want to hear about that. Not everybody's balling and rich and got the fucking, you know, like I'm sick of that. Like everybody can't be that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So I would love to hear something new to take. It's, I wanted, it's going to be so refreshing that I want somebody to break the tide. I want somebody to, to show us 
you know, that they have, you know, they can step out on faith. Yeah. You know, and, and not be afraid to not fit in because that's what's going to make you, your sound live for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, the shit just don't sound expensive, like, no more. Like, mm. it don't sound like no real time was put in effort and put into it. Like, I think for music that came out of this side, this mm. coast, no matter if you want to do, like, the themes of it or what we talked about or whatever, the style of the cadence, whatever you want to do, the shit sounded like yeah. somebody gave a fuck yeah. before it came yeah. out. Yeah, it had a budget. It could, it could be, <laughs> it, it, but the thing is now, to make it sound like that doesn't even cost as much as it used to cost. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers got plugins and mixes and shit. Like right now with all this shit going on, literally, I can type, I can go to an AI thing, drop my mix in and say, make it sound like the Chronic 2001. It will get as close as possible. Yeah. Not that it could, mm. but it will. But things, so meaning people don't want it to sound that good. They want it, they don't want to mix it. These kids are different. They like, nah, you taking out the dirt out of it. But then when you put in these clubs and you get on these big ass stages and they hit play and it don't hit the same, right. you're wondering, you want to tell the DJ to nah, turn it up. Nah, he got it up. Yeah. It's that mix. The trash. It's like again, I'm I'm not what's good and bad. That's that's all subjective. I, mm -hmm. I know what I don't fuck with, and that's on me. But the, it just doesn't sound like you niggas said, all right, we're gonna take what this sounds like. And now let's polish it up. Let's put, I like to say, let's put it in the car wash real quick. Mm -hmm. That's what's lacking from over here mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. them beats, bro, they gotta be mixed right. They, right. The, the sound, your voice, we have to hear what you're saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Where's the uh, filter that puts a nigga on beat? <laughs> Stay on beat. They on beat. They on their beat though. Stay on beat. What? I feel like they, I feel like oh some music, they, they just rapping through the microphone and then they put the beat after. Cause it don't be yeah. like, it's like, what was the point of the you? beat? Why, why have a beat? You just, this is spoken word. Yeah, where are you, bro? <laughs> like, where are you? What are you listening to? I mean, they, well, man, they've been. It's a lot of people that's been off beat since the eighties. Yeah, you know, every two to three years, uh, <laughs> we get we had somebody that came out of there and be like, come up with it. We be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we I allow, have my opinions. We on allow the... bump, skiggity bump, skiggity bump, bump to hey. be a hip hop thing. If I said that right now, they would laugh me out of the studio. Yeah, but 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 at one point in time, everybody was rapping like that. Everybody was trying to imitate that. So that's, I got it. That's where I, I'm gonna stand with the young niggas. Okay, maybe that's their thing, but at mm -hmm. least make it fucking fucking here. Yeah. That you're trying to be off beat. That yeah. shit be sounding like it's, you put it through the phone and said, "All right, let it fly." Uh -uh. I heard this young dude say, "This is how he figured out what songs he gonna push." He'll go to the studio, he'll make it, and then he'll play it on TikTok. And like, and if it doesn't get to like thirty thousand views, then he'll just go instead of paying for the mix, the full mix, he'll just start another song. He's like, "Okay, that ain't gonna work." Oh hell no. I just heard this the other day. I mean, and I that's said, honestly I a said, cool gauge because TikTok is bringing a lot of songs back from the past to get their flowers <laughs> that they should have gotten. <laughs> like, you got to get your music on there. Get it into a... Once one of these young little my young my, young my young one tried to do, get me to do some TikTok shit. It's just... Not even you, just your I, sounds. Like, mm. it's got to be put in the right context and then it blows I up just, and now you're back <laughs> on the charts. <laughs> 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 I love watching. I mean, that. they can do that. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. I challenge you. You don't have I to do anything this show to make him a TikTok and make him make his TikTok cool. Well, y'all can do it. We can get one is. of your songs to go viral. Then you come in and then you do. Okay. You do the okay. Thing. So I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's what I'll do. 
I know my 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 son has made me a TikTok. I don't know. I've never checked it. I don't even know <laughs> what what it looks like. But if one of my songs, I think a couple things have done like viral for exhibit catalog on TikTok. But if something like in the next whatever, however however much time goes viral on TikTok, I whoever does it puts it together, I'll come and be in your TikTok video. There we okay. go. Grow up. See, Let's now go. that's what the All West right. Coast needs. As a millennial, I'll come and be in your TikTok video. As a millennial. Because they banned me. They banned this, me all, all over did? the place. Yeah. Okay. Well, as a millennial on TikTok, that is a challenge somebody is going to take. And congratulations on your newfound virality. Come on, let's go. <laughs> See? It's, let's go. it's about to happen. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the exhibit TikTok yes. challenge. All Listen. somebody is going to do is find us a, a, a lyric that can, they can put it into context, act it out, and then boom, everybody will do it across the internet. And then you have I'll to do, do it. it. And <laughs> yeah, and then I'll show up. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'll show up to wherever you're doing your TikToks. I don't care if you're at your parents' house or whatever. I will fly, drive, travel to you, and we'll do the TikTok Look video. Look what we're doing. Exclusives Boom, are let's happening go. right I'm excited for this. Oh, they see? Look at this. Don't see? sleep this on TikTok. Don't sleep on They gotta be the originator, though. Yeah. Like whoever makes it go viral first. Then yeah. Fuck with it's it. usually a per <laughs> it's usually a person of color. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Let's go do that. Hey, yeah. I, I'll be sitting there, I'll be looking at my daughter in the corner. She's over there doing this. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I'm making a TikTok. Like, I'm supposed to know. Just, you guys got to get on TikTok. Hell no. You have I to. I need somebody just to run mine. I don't have the brain you space don't need to learn to, that. You don't even need to get on there and post. Just I get on there and watch. I need a social media watch. person. It's just too many fucking apps. I don't have time to do that I shit. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I need a social media person. Me too. Listen, if I need one too. If y'all can but, find one, I need somebody mm -hmm. just to focus on social media. Dogface is a great example of what TikTok can do for your life. Mm. The guy that was writing the yeah, skateboard. With the, with, the, with the ocean spray. Right. And then that song, all of a sudden, they're back on the charts. People buying their vinyls, buying their music. But he couldn't come down the street doing that. No, he yeah, couldn't. Could but but anything can happen. Right. Absolutely right. Hell no, you can't ride no skateboard. Absolutely, bro. I can. You can. Yes. Can you ollie? I used to be able Man, to. Get could you the kick fuck flip? out of here? Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, not okay. a kick flick. Okay, okay. Yeah, my knees are shot. No, you're okay. serious. Yeah. You can ride a skateboard. Yeah, that don't shock me though. Yeah, yeah. You're, hey, you're, look, you're an adventurous guy. Look, I used to ride. I used to skate ditches when I was a kid. Like, wow. I, like, like in Detroit. In, uh, no, this is in New Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I could see that in New Mexico. Now, what yeah. else now are you we doing? need napalm decks. Come on now, yeah. listen. See how my first skateboard was a, yeah. was a vision psycho stick. And I learned how to do everything on it. I beat the shit out of that skateboard. Vision wow. psycho sticks. Okay, so then can we get you to do a dog face moment? Maybe not Tropicana. What do you like to drink? Um, <laughs> I mean that that. <laughs> I think an easier question is what I don't like. <laughs> Modelo, okay. Shout out to Modelo. Shout out to Modelo. <laughs> shout out to Forty Two. Yeah. Coming. Shout out to E Forty. Earl Ooh, Stevens. Man, I, hey, listen, that Earl Stevens fire. I just had to. I just had some shit yesterday. Yeah, sent a couple of crates over. Shout out to Earl. Yeah, but that brings us back to our conversation too, man. I I love seeing my young brothers and sisters be able to put together their ideas and like alchemy be able to bring things to life mm -hmm. you know out of thin air and that is a, a talent that is a not an easy thing to do and you know to see E40 and you know the way he t diversified his career and portfolio 
into being, you know, uh, a damn near, you know, a kingpin off selling his brands of alcohol. And now he went to goon with the spoon. Mm-hmm. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. Coffee and Kush, Coffee yeah. Talk, uh, the Compton story. Um, all of these things lend itself to your work ethic and what you see yourself as. Yeah. And if you could look yourself in the mirror and see um, the potential that you're rising to, that's very commendable. I'm proud of you. Man, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate you just for helping me. You yeah, know, man. I, I come in here in a real vulnerable state. I don't yeah. get to. I don't get to do that much. Yeah, around, yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially around this around this city. Yeah. You know, you got to just kind of move a little different. So it, it's, it's healthy for me to be able to have somebody like you. I appreciate. Oh, it. Man, come on, Aww. man. But that's what it's about. Come man. on, they're yeah. the new West Coast. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's do karate in the garage. <laughs> Wait, we done got the nigga on TikTok. We found out he's skateboard. John Stamos. We love each other. This shit is wild. <laughs> we got we got Jason Martin, a, a formerly known as Problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you, guys, man. Thank you. That's right. Man. It's right. It's the Lasagna Ganja podcast. Where can they find us at? DCPofficial.com or where all major podcast platforms exist. That's right. Where can they find you, Problem? <laughs> problem 354. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even on TikTok. It's the Lasagna Gotcha <laughs> Podcast. Going down. I'll see you next episode. Bang. Check out the Lasagna Ganja Podcast wherever podcasts are streamed. And check out our separate feed with video episodes. Available on Spotify and YouTube. For more information, visit DCPofficial.com. <laughs>